This is Terror House Radio with Matt Forney and Bryden Proctor. Yeah, welcome to a Terror House Radio episode number 49. I'm Matt Forney, your charming and loquacious host and the founder and editor-in-chief of Terror House Press. Back after a uh, two-week hiatus, and here with me is back after a three-week hiatus, co-host and producer Bryden Proctor. How you doing, Bryden? Doing good, good, good. Matt, Matt, Matt. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about the uh, the echo on echo, uh, echo. on uh, on my end echo. because uh, I'm in a uh, I'm in I'm in a new place. If you couldn't tell, Large, new country, room. new place, new city. Room, room, room. A large room that doesn't have a uh, proper window. Like it's the windows are translucent, so I can't like look out of them. They bring in light, but that's pretty much it. So that's kind of kind of weird. Matt, check check this out though. Quack. It was a duck, but it didn't echo. Because ducks quite don't echo, apparently. Which is not true, I don't think. Yeah, yeah it sounds a bit suspicious. Well, I mean, how often is a duck going to be in a room like this? As, as often as I take him in there. Oh, you got a duck now? I'll take a duck. I'll take a duck wherever I fucking feel like. Take it, Take it right into the oven? No, I'm not going to eat him or anything, but I'll throw him in large rooms. Hmm. I'll just get a duck. I'll t- I fucking, I, listen, I'm bigger than a duck. I could take a duck anywhere I want. I could I could beat up a duck. Uh, it's not too hard. Ducks aren't that big. What's the biggest duck, you think? I don't know. Maybe about the size of a... I mean, you can you can grow some of these uh, farm animals to be like freakishly huge, but uh, like the largest duck, probably no larger than a uh, you know a, a beagle. I could see that world's largest live duck because they've got like one they've got fake ducks, but yeah, I guess it's the these are all just rubber ducks. I don't care about this. Giant ducks once roamed Australia. Sure, that makes sense. I guess in the prehistoric days, there was giant ducks. They don't look anything like ducks, though. That just... sounds awesome. I wouldn't. Yep. Eh. They're probably tasty as hell, too. Um, I don't know. I don't think that they. You just you just spear one, and you just spear one of those giant ducks, and you can feed the entire village for a week. Mm, yeah, I don't think people were around at the same time. Supposedly, as these big ducks. Um. Yeah, yeah, I mean, these are pretty big ducks. I don't know. Yeah, about the size of a beagle. That's about right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, gooses, geese can, you know, get pretty big. But, you know, ducks are ducks are no geese. I've seen some huge fucking geese. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell they do. All they do, like, they just hang around in urban areas. And that's, that's fucking annoying. I don't like that about geese. They spend all their time hanging out near ponds and stuff. Why don't we kill those things? Because they're pretty and, you know, honking. You know, they they honk all the time. They're mean. They're actually pretty fucking mean. Yeah, they're mean as hell. They're mean as hell. Um, Yeah. But, I mean, like, people, like, you know, a Christmas goose, your goose is cooked. I think people eat geese. 
So you would think that people would be out there just fucking shooting these motherfuckers and then they'll stop hanging out at parks. Right? Does that make sense? I think I think killing I think killing a goose is uh is illegal. Is it really? Let me see. Let's welcome to another episode of Googling stuff that I think about podcast is killing a goose. I, I don't know any specifics about that. I don't, but like I vaguely remember this when I was a kid. Uh, my mom took uh, me and my sisters down to the duck pond, and I made a joke about throwing rocks at a at a duck. And she's like, uh, you know, Matt, someone was arrested for killing a goose. Do you want to get arrested for killing a duck? Kinda. Um, it turns out that, uh, in the United States, uh, let's see, it is illegal to arm geese, their eggs, or their nests in the United States without permission from the U.S. Fish and Wild, uh, Service. Geese may be harassed or scared away without a permit, as long as the geese, goslings, eggs, and nests are not harmed. <laughs> I just found an idea of fucking permits to, like, harass geese. Yeah, you don't need a permit to harass them, so you can fuck their whole day up uh, as long as you don't kill them. But uh, if you want to kill them, you got to have a license to well, a license to kill. No. I wonder what I wonder what I wonder what a goose tastes like because duck is pretty good. It's a bit on the fatty side, but it's not bad. I wonder what a goose tastes like. I'm um, thinking similar, maybe. Yeah, I mean, people like you know, they like roast goose. You know, they people definitely eat geese. Um, I don't know. It probably just tastes like a duck or something. Mm-hmm. It's a British thing, apparently. Brit- the Brits, they they eat roast goose. You know, they've, you know, they've got they've got the right idea. Well, then again, they you know, there's there's not much there's not much for sustenance on that shitty island. Uh, what does goose meat taste like? A wild goose, for instance, tastes like rich, rare roast beef, only better. The pink flesh of a duck, dove, or people eat doves? Okay, whatever you want. Or even the lowly snipe has a delicate texture and deep, full-blooded, full-blooded. That's, yeah, that's gross. Flavor that can become addictive. See, you get a taste for blood. You start with geese. Next thing you know, you're eating snipes, and then all of the, you're eating crow's meat, eventually. Eventually you, gra- eventually you graduate to biting people's necks. Yeah, you could do that. I mean, I figure why stop there, though? You know, just bite the penis. <laughs> just start, you know, really demobilize, you know. No, it's like, you know, it's, uh, you know, I guess the women could do that, but, like, you know, you're not going to be a gay vampire. Nah, dude. I think are there gay vamp- vampires? All vampires are gay. Like, metaphorically or literally. I've never heard of a gay vampire. No, I think literally they're all gay. Look at the... Okay, look. What straight man wears a cape? That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Good point. You know, you can't think of one guy. You can maybe Batman, but it's like... He's kind of an exception. And give it a couple years. They'll make a Batman movie where he's gay. And I'll, I'll love it. I'll think that that's fucking hilarious. Like, I'm on board with making all of these characters black and gay. I think that is the funniest thing in the world. Like They, all- they, they, they already made a movie about Batman being gay. It's called Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Oh, uh, yeah, I never saw that. That was a joke, everyone. It's a reference to Ben Affleck, who plays Batman for some reason. Ben Affleck kicks ass now. Every time I see Ben Affleck, he's just, like, 
fat, getting fast food and smoking cigarettes and looking at the camera like, oh, I wish these people would leave me alone. I haven't done anything for years. He's the fucking man. Ben Affleck is awesome. Yeah, he sounds, sounds pretty cool. He landed the role of Batman despite being a fat fuck. That's pretty impressive. Well, he just he doesn't seem to do anything. Like, he just seems to order food and smoke cigarettes. He's the fucking man. It's great. So he's he's basically me. Yeah. Yeah, he just he doesn't do anything. It's fucking sweet. I don't know. I guess he, like, broke up with his girlfriend or whatever. And he just, like, now just people take pictures of him being sad. It's really cool. Uh, so he's basically you. No, people don't take pictures of me. Well, you're sad. Yeah, I'm really sad. I'm really fucking sad. I'm really fucking sad. And nobody gives a shit. I keep telling people I'm sad and they don't care. So, I don't yeah, know. I mean, you're sad for the entire time I've known you. Like, if you said you were happy, like, I would be I would be deeply concerned. Like, that would, that would be a call for me to, you know, stage an intervention. Bryden's happy. Time to get the gang together. Something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to be sad, but it's like, there's nothing to be fucking happy about. I don't know what to tell you. There's nothing to be I'm fucking thrilled. I'm never sad, but I'm also never happy. I'm just, I just, I just feel nothing most of the time. You just get That's a, that's a state. <laughs> it's a state to aspire to, I guess. No, I mean, the only state to aspire to is dead. You know, and lucky, we'll probably all make it there. Well, I mean, you know, aspiring to death doesn't make a whole lot of sense because everyone dies. Right, but it's like an easily achievable it's like, goal. It's like it's like aspiring to have a butthole. No, because a butthole reminds you that you're human, and it's like, you know, it's not very good. You know, but like uh, death, on the other hand, is something to really truly aspire to, because then it's like you know you're gonna make it, and it's like something to look forward to is like. Oh, this is going to be scary and it's going to hurt. Oh, boy. Can't wait. That's going to be good. Can't wait to just run in and, and feel the Grim Reaper's icy embrace and just say, oh, how long I have longed to look into your eyes. And then I'm going to tongue kiss just, him. Just, just enjoy his, his bony fingers just, just giving you a back rub. Yeah. I think I, I think me and Death will get along. I think me and the Grim Reaper, we're going to hang out. And then he's going to be like, you know that eternal recurrence thing? I'm going to be like, no, I'm not fucking doing it again. Let's go. Where are we going? He goes, hell. I'm like, yeah, been there. Let's go. Let's fucking go. I don't care. I'm not doing it all again. I'm not going back. Yeah, you can't make me go back. Bad. Ah. Uh. Dude, so I got to recommend if people have not read fucking uh, The Conspiracy Against the Human Race by Thomas Ligotti. That was some of the best shit. It was refreshing. It was just wonderful. And for those of you that are not aware, it is an uplifting and very pleasant book. It's a self-help book in many ways. And you should read it. It's very good, uh, and will it will change your life for the better, and you will um, you'll have a very good day. Cause Matt, you know what a what a cheerful guy Thomas Ligotti is. Um, he fucking hates being alive. 
No, no. That doesn't help me trick people into reading this shit. <laughs> oh no, he loves being alive. He's he's very he's very he's very enthusiastic about uh, life. Like he just he just leaves the house every day. You know, his arms are wide. He's picking flowers and giving them to the homeless people. You know, he he just is high on life. You you remember that phrase, high on life? He's so high on life. He's higher than the Pope, dude. Man, we all kind of overdose on life eventually, right? Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! What, Matt? Oh, mind blown. Time to wear tie-dye shirts. Oh, man. Yes, Lagani is very good. Uh, for those of you, well, we haven't done a podcast in nearly a month. Brian has been reading all of these uh, philosophy books that people usually read when they're 18, and he's having revelations that people usually have when they're 20. Um, and I'm really I'm really happy just, you know, just, just, just to see him, you know, just, just do that. So, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, the, the log, I tried to get you to read Ligotti for months now and you finally did it. And that's great. I'm glad you really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you think you're cute. Like, oh, you know, when they're 18, have re these revelations when they're 20. Sir, these are just smarter people than me putting words to shit that I already figured out on acid and have been depressed about for fucking years. It's just nice to hear oh. other people say it. Oh, oh, so, 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 so you're, you're, you're a smart guy. You don't, you don't need to learn things from books. You just read them to get positive reinforcement. Pretty I much. see where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's pretty much it. I just want to hear people uh, actually say things that I already believe that way I can just feel not so alone. But uh, yeah, if you think you're, if you think you're too smart of a guy uh, and too cool of a guy, you're to be, uh, to, to, you know, be a pessimist or a nihilist or whatever. Um, then you can go ahead and just fuck yourself in your fat fucking ass, Matt. <laughs> I can't wait for you to start reading David Benatar. That'll, uh, you know, David Benatar is really uplifting. This guy is so high on life that he's, he's in orbit. Uh, he wants all the life for himself. He's like, you know what? No more life. How about just, I want to, I want to hoard all the life for me. And we just, nobody else gets to ever have life. Um, yeah, they uh the the whole antinatalist thing is definitely interesting, um, but I don't what I don't understand is like, uh you know the whole thought process behind it is like, oh but it's like creating suffering to have all of these kids or whatever. Yeah, I can't give a shit what if other people have kids or any of that shit, or even if I had a fucking kid, I I'm, I only care about my own suffering. I don't give a flying fuck about anybody else's fucking suffering. Yeah, suffer all you want. I don't give a shit. I'm just concerned about my... I'm sad. I'm the one that's sad. I don't care if everybody else is. I'm the one that's sad. Well, yeah, you know, well, antinatalism, you know, tries to sell itself as being, you know, uh, you know, what's the term? Altruistic. Altruistic. It's right. about, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's about in decreasing suffering and you know making the world a better place because that's where you get all that you know yeah fuck that i don't give a shit about making the world a better place except for me the world should be a better place for me brydenism i'll just start a whole philosophy called brydenism and it's like the whole thing is bryden should be we should make the world a better place for me bryden and maybe other people named bryden i don't know but fuck them too just me I'm the one. I'm the one I want the world to be better for. And when I'm dead, I don't give a shit what the state of the world is in. I don't care. I'll be dead. 
finally dead. After so long, finally. Yeah, dead. finally. Eventually, yeah, yeah. You, you, it sounds, it sounds like a relief for you. Yeah, of course it's gonna be a relief. I mean, it'll be scary and it'll hurt, and uh, I'm gonna, you know, not want it when it comes. But then when it does, I'll, it'll be over. It's inevitable. It'll be great. It'll be that. Doesn't necessarily, it won't necessarily hurt. Won't necessarily hurt. I mean, if you if you go from a heart attack in your sleep, that won't hurt. Uh, why are all those people when you find them, they aren't in their bed, Matt? They're crawling about halfway to the damn bathroom. It's yeah, they wake what, up. It what, hurts. Seriously? Yes, dude. Seriously? Yes, they're always like out of their bed and shit. Nobody just like dies peacefully in their sleep. They're always laying on the side of the floor because they wake up in the middle of the night in a panic. They can't breathe. They're having a heart attack. They fall out of their bed. It hurts. It's scary. They're like, Ugh. yeah, no, nobody just goes peacefully, even if it's in your sleep. Like unless you're in a coma and then you fucking die. No, dude. And they even then it probably is scary. Apparently comas are just hell. Apparently comas are fucking awful. You ever heard somebody talk about when they're in a coma? They're like, oh yeah, and demons came and fucked my wife in front of me and it was years. Like, it's just, <laughs> you know, it's not good. Well, I mean, I was... Well, I mean, I guess it was in a micro coma for like a split second about a week ago. So yeah, it's it's not fun. Doesn't seem good, but yeah, nobody got. Where do you? Where do you get? I mean, FDR probably died. Uh, FDR probably died. FDR probably FDR died in his sleep, and that probably was peaceful, if only for the reason that he couldn't physically get up and walk. Yeah, but it couldn't have been peaceful. He was probably still awake and was like, "Oh no, I'm dying." It's you know, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. This this. I, I'm sorry to you know. <laughs> sorry to sorry to ruin that for you. This thought that you could peacefully go in your sleep. No, that's not the way it goes. Those people are always like they're falling out of their bed. It's yeah, it's rough. You don't just peacefully die, man. It's a struggle because your body is like, I don't want to die, and your brain's like, I don't want to die, and then your brain is like, I guess I'll die, and then your body's still like, not on my watch, and you know, it's then you just die. And then your body just stops. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's not good. You've done you've done an immense amount of research on this. I've, I just have my worldview flipped on its head. Yeah, of course I've done a bunch of research on people dying. I could tell you like all the different ways to kill yourself and all of that stuff too. Um, you know, yeah, it's years of my life I've just been looking at dying. Uh, so you know, it's just the way that it is. It's, it's going to happen to you. Hypothetically, you know, since you since you've researched uh, this, hypothetically, what would be the least painful and most efficient way to commit suicide? Hypothetically, we do not support suicide here. Uh, quickest way, gunshot. But uh, um, you know, to which part of the brain? I, well, I assume the put, medulla. You got to put it. Yeah, you got to put the gun in barrel in your mouth. Uh, tilt it up. Do the Bud Dwyer is what you got to do. Do the Bud Dwyer. Uh, and that's the way to do it. Now you want a high enough caliber to where you're not going to end up like, um, you know, you've seen the video of that Bjork stalker and you can kind of hear that he's still a little bit alive, uh, afterwards. Cause oh, you had, yeah, like, yeah. The bullet, the bullet, the bullet didn't leave his brain. Yeah. You like, got you know, the, 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 the investigators, uh, hypothesized that he was trying to, he had the sign behind him. It says like the best of me, like the, you know, they, they thought he was going to try and coat uh, that sign with bits of his uh, skull and brain. And it didn't work because the bullet didn't exit his head. Yeah. You need a, yeah, you need a high enough caliber thing to, uh, to take care of that. And ideally probably a shotgun would be best because uh, you know, you want to destroy the entire brain because if you're really trying to end everything, 
uh, you want to make sure that there's no brain left to be flooded with DMT. Um, so if you're trying to destroy anything that might even resemble an afterlife, that might be the best way to go. But I'm not sure how quickly your brain's flooded with that stuff. But I think if you completely destroy it, you got a better chance. Wait, wait, did you just say it's a DMT? Yeah, man. Your brain pretty much just floods with DMT when you die. What, the drug? Yeah, it's in your body. It's in everything. DMT's like in huh. fucking grass, dude. It's in fucking everything. Jamie, Jamie, pull up DMT. I, I know D, I know. I, well, it's like I know DMT as the thing you take when you want to talk to the machine elves, but like you know, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that it floods your brain when you die. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's something, it's something DMT like, but yeah, DMT's like in fucking everything. <laughs> it's in like fucking everything, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Plus, you know, if you do a shotgun, like there'll be there'll be nothing left, you know. Like right. you know, even if you use a small caliber pistol, you know, even if you go like Bud Dwyer, you know, there's a chance you might be off by a millimeter. I mean, he pulled it off. I think he died on the spot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was sad too because he was innocent. Yeah, he's a poor guy. You know, he 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 got fucking harassed and to shooting himself. And then Tool made a song about him. Hey man, nice shot. What a nice shot, man, or however it goes, yeah. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah, poor guy. But, you know, it's, uh, if you want to go, you know, you got to do the Bud Dwyer, like uh, Brian said. He's the expert. I guess. Now, yeah. what would be, now, 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 hypothetically, what would be the worst way to kill yourself? The way that would be needlessly painful and protracted? Lighting yourself on fire, probably, or drowning. Uh, I guess I guess that would make sense. People, well, people who light themselves on fire, like I, I assume at that point they're just trying to make a statement. Yeah, which is stupid. You know, well, I think if you're gonna... no, no, nobody ever lit themselves on fire in the privacy of their own apartment. They always do it in front of the local courthouse or the fucking monastery or something. Oh, I guarantee some schizophrenics have lit themselves on fire in their apartment. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure of it. Well, I'm sure, but we've never we never heard about it. Like every time you hear about someone, you know, burning, you know, self-immolation, it's always in public, and yeah. they're trying to make some kind of gay statement. Yeah, which like it doesn't make any sense. Just hold a sign if you want to make some type of a statement, you know, because like otherwise, it's like you, you know, best or worst case scenario, I don't know, it depends. You end up on the cover of a Rage Against the Machine album, you know, like. How do you think that guy felt? He was like he was trying to make this whole statement about free Tibet or whatever the fuck. And then he just ends up on the cover of a Rage Against the Machine album, which is great. Well, that, well, well that's a fate worse than death. Dude, Rage Against the Machine is fucking awesome. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, and the guy, and the guy that uses the cover, like you know, he was uh, he was in v he was Vietnamese. He was he was protesting the uh, government's treatment of Buddhists. Oh, what were they doing to them? Just the normal stuff, like camps and killings and stuff. Yeah, yeah the uh, the guy who the guy who ran South Vietnam was uh, was a Catholic, which I always thought was weird. But uh, huh. yeah, this guy this guy decided he had enough, uh, you know, and he went out to uh, uh, the local office in Saigon and he just you know burned himself. Then you know, rally around the family with a pocket full of shells. You know, that's I'm glad he really made that statement. And then, and then, thirty years later, you know, his his death was commodified to sell some shitty, uh, some shitty new rap. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good, pretty good album though. He's got you know, this guy's you know, this guy's got good thrashing beats, but it's like you know, uh, rage, rage, rage against machines. I was fucking cringy with their politics. 
Yeah, but like I don't know if you're 13 years old, that's pretty fucking cool. Killer in the name of yeah, yeah. Fuck you! I won't do, do what you tell me. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. definitely from the springs from the that definitely springs from the brain of a 13 year old. It's awesome, dude. I don't give a shit. That's it's fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I don't give a shit. It's still good. If it if it comes on, I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna turn this off. This is fucking sweet. I don't give a shit. Like I I you know. This is here comes Matt. Too good for pessimistic philosophers. Too good for Rage Against the Machine. No, Matt's cultured now. Matt's fucking listening to fucking jazz and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. What are, What are you reading now? Some outsider literature from some faggy fucking website like Terror House. Oh, fuck you. You're not too. Fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. Where did you get the idea that I'm too good for pessimistic philosophers? But I from what you just said. From what you just said. From what you just ten minutes ago. From you. You know, I told you to to read all these guys, right? You told me to read Nietzsche, and then we never stopped from there. And then, yeah, Ligotti. And I told you to read Ligotti. Yeah. And I recommended Camus. And I recommended uh, I recommended David Benatar. Yeah, yeah. I haven't read any Benatar. I've just seen. I, I need to watch. There's something about he's got like a him and Sam Harris. I think have like some debate about like who's gayer or something. Um, which sounds Harris funny. won that hands down. <laughs> about who's gayer? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, what's funny is like that uh, David Benatar fellow, like he's an Indian guy or whatever, right? So like, it's really funny to me that he's just he's like South African. South African. Okay, well then, yeah, I definitely understand why he's like, don't even bother having kids. <laughs> it's just, oh my god, I'm still laughing about. I sent you that uh, video of those Indians. Uh, so like, somebody built a toilet outside of some temple or whatever the fuck they worship. And it's just this video of all of these Indian dudes just attacking a toilet. It's the funniest thing in the world. Reject modernity. Return to tradition. <laughs> I love it so much. It's just a video of all these angry Indian guys attacking a toilet. <laughs> yeah, they're living up. They're they're living up to the stereotype. Oh. You know, the government. The, gov- the government there has spent so much money and time trying to get people to use toilets, and they just won't do it. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking awful. Fuck you, I won't poop or you tell me. Fuck you, I won't poop or you tell me. <laughs> They've had Indian complaints that they- complaining that they don't want to use toilets because they don't like having a roof over their head while they shit. Why? I don't know why. I mean... I don't know. Maybe that's kind of like the weird thing where like, you know, South Koreans, like they, even though it makes no sense, they won't sleep with the fan on because they think you can die. Like it's just common that they, that's just a common superstition. It's dumber than shit. Maybe that's, that's kind of their thing. Like, I don't know. We have that in America, like where people are like, I'll have a diet Coke. It's better. It's like, no, it's not. What are you doing? I'll have a diet Coke. Weighs 300 pounds eating four big macs yeah i've never seen a thin person drinking diet coke fuck joe biden by the way for taking the diet coke button out of the goddamn oval office that is bullshit 
Yeah, Joe Biden, the usurper. He's, he's already ruining everything that we love. Yeah, I mean, how awesome is that? That Trump had a Diet Coke button and, like, reporters would just stare at it and not know what it is and then he'd just press it and then somebody would come in and bring a Diet Coke on a silver platter and he'd just start laughing. That's fucking awesome. He was the coolest president ever made. Oh, yeah. The, the, pres- the, pre- the first and last president of online. And Biden is like, what the fuck does Biden even drink? He seems like a he seems like a fucking uh, Mountain Dew guy. You think you think he's a Mountain Dew guy? I don't see him doing the Dew. I don't know. Do. I, don't know. I just he gives he, he 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 gives me the vibe of like he drinks something like really rare and exotic just to piss everyone off, like Mountain Dew or Dr Pepper. Ah, uh, Dr Pepper's pretty good though, and Diet Dr Pepper tastes just like regular Dr Pepper. No lie, so you might as well just get the Diet Dr Pepper. You know. Um, I don't know. I was thinking maybe he's more like a, a LaCroix type of guy, you know? Oh, man. I don't know. I mean, I like sparkling water. I, I'm a Perrier guy myself. We've had this conversation before. We've had this conversation before. We, we've had this conversation before, yeah, but it's like, you know, Diet Coke is a drink of the people, you know? Whereas LaCroix, oh, you're drinking LaCroix? It's oh, cheap. Oh, do you, do you, do you, yeah, it is cheap. I know it's cheap. I've had it before. I like it. But like the name LaCroix sounds like something that's excreted out of a French person's asshole and it costs $50. Well, it's, it's cheap ass water from Kroger. I mean, it just, uh, it's just got a fancy name. Not everything that's French is fancy. You know, for instance, baguette. It's just bread. Pond Purdue. That's just old bread. Right? L'enclair, that just means faggot. Does it? Yes, it does. I probably mutilated the pronunciation, but I like it in printed uh, printed word, the printed form. Well, actually, the literal translation is ass fucker, but the colloquial <laughs> translation is faggot. <laughs> L'enclair? <laughs> I like that. That's funny as shit. <laughs> L'enclair? Uh, that's good. I like that. I'm going to start saying that. I'll be like, oh, wow, we got a real long queer over here. It's like if a Hungarian ever calls you gitchy. Um, you know, the colloquial translation is like asshole or son of a bitch, but the literal translation is cum. <laughs> that's awesome. Hey there, you piece of cum. That's sweet, dude. Man. We ought to curse more in other languages. That sounds fun. Yeah, that sounds fun to do. I like that. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a, there's a Hungarian phrase I forgot that's uh, pretty good in these situations. It literally translates to lick my ass out. Nice. <laughs> that's a good one. I mean, I like to say... Uh, uh, that's, like a, that's like a thing they stole from the Germans. Yeah. yeah. The Germans also want their assholes licked out? Nah, there was just a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they stole that from the Germans. I mean, fucking uh, what's his face? Uh, Mozart wrote a song about this. Oh yeah, that's right. He was gay. Um, I think anybody who plays the piano. Oh, he was, gay. he was gay as shit. Yeah, because all they did. Oh, was... you mean he didn't just write a song about it as well? He wrote he wrote letters to his mother and his sister talking about uh, licking ass. <laughs> that's awesome. What a cool guy. <laughs> All right, let me. Yeah, I need to. I need. I, I. I need. I need to fucking find. I need to fucking find the article because some of the quotes were these were fucking fucking hilarious. 
Yeah, one of my favorite things to say. Uh, by the way, there is an entire Wikipedia article about this called called Mozart and Scat Mozart and Scatology. Oh boy, yeah. And now he's just, uh, you know, uh, people drinking rosé, and uh, they're like, mm, "Quite, look my ass out." Mm, yes, mm, uh, Jeeves, uh, this is how I think rich people sound. I've actually never seen an interview with. Now I'm just an old man. Oh, uh, quite. I don't know. Yeah, here's here's a Mozart quote from a letter he he sent his cousin once. Well, I wish you good night, but first shit in your bed and make it burst. Sleep soundly, my love. Into your mouth, you'll, your arse you'll shove. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah, he sounds like a funny dude. <laughs> and I guess he was, like, famous and all of that stuff, so he, uh... Yeah, he was probably just, like, getting fucking drunk all the time. And, uh, yeah, I guess he was kind of a rock star. Good for him. I'm pretty sure that's how he died. Really? Shoving his ass into his mouth? Well, he died. Uh, it's probably something stupid like that. He died when he was 35. Yeah, but, I mean, everybody did. Nah, nah, that's a, that's a myth, actually. You're a myth. Good. Nobody will fuck with me, then. Mm, no, not that type of mess. You're you're an urban legend. <laughs> why, why isn't there a brand of jeans called Urban Legend? That seems like that's the name of a of like a shitty mall clothing company, like Urban Legend mm. jeans. That's got to exist. I got to look that up. Urban. Maybe it does, but it sounds it sounds like it's a bit too on the nose, to be honest. It's like it's like I, I once when I was in the Philippines, I once came across a you know a clothing store in a mall that was called Hip Hip and Cool. Like <laughs> no no American would ever name a uh, a clothing store Hip and Cool. It's way too on the fucking nose. Uh, I would, and also it's uh, there is a shitty clothing thing called Urban Legend. So it's just Urban Legend clothing, and uh, it is exactly what you would expect. It is the tackiest stupidest fucking stuff in the world and it's awesome and i am going to have to go ahead and buy uh this shirt that's just a fist burning hundred dollar bills (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah dude the r is backwards and so is one of the e's oh man yeah they got hats that just say affiliated on it this one's just got an ar-15 on a on a hat artist life uh blessed um yeah mob ties yeah dude but i need a hat that says bulletproof on it what the fuck ceo dude this is the best this is just fucking fuck you i won't do what you tell me the clothing brand oh man <laughs> Why don't we make our own clothes? <laughs> I, I I love the dad hat that just says L'Artiste. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, they got a $75 uh, pair, which is not bad for jeans, pair of torn up jeans uh, that have studs. Torn up them. jeans? Yeah, and they've got, they're studded. I, I... Oh, my God. 
Yeah, dude. I, I was thinking. I think my torn up was like, oh, that's just pre-ripped in the knees. But like, uh, no, this thing is is there are holes fucking everywhere. Yeah, they are. Uh, they're, they're called it's distressed studded patchwork skinny denim. <laughs> that's actually less than than the pair of jeans I I bought the other day. I think I paid about eighty five for that. Yeah, jeans are expensive. Jeans are See, not expensive. so much in Mexico. Actually, it's a funny story. Um. I went to I went to the Levi's um, in one of the malls here in Guadalajara. Uh, Mexicans are fucking fat, and that stereotype <laughs> is true because uh, almost every pair of pants under a size forty five there was a stretch pair. That's awesome. Like the smallest pair, the smallest pair they had that wasn't stretch was a thirty six. Well, you know, I mean, I I don't I don't want to wear jeans that aren't stretchy because, like, you know. I, they hurt my my fat gut. They got stretched. They were you know, stretch jeans. You know they need to they need to stretch over my tiny penis. They need to stretch over my. Why would they need to stretch day. over? The, if my penis was tiny, Matt, why would they need to stretch over it? Please, <laughs> they need to stretch over my monster dog. <laughs> <laughs> they need to stretch over the butthole that gets fucked by dudes all the time. Yeah, good one, idiot. <laughs> and I don't even wear jeans. I haven't worn I haven't worn anything but shorts for uh well, that's not true. I I got my my sweatpants with my 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 tracksuit, my sweatsuit. Uh but outside of that, I haven't worn anything but shorts for well over a year. <laughs> Really? Yeah, dude. I mean, you've only been in Florida for a couple of months. You wear what? You wear shorts just walking around in the icy cold of Ohio. Yeah. So, how many places do you think I went? I quit my job in May of last year. How often do you think I went places? Well, it's there was a time before lockdowns. There was a time before you know uh, social distancing. You had to go someplace then. Yeah, and then, you know, I, yeah, like I wouldn't wear them to work or anything like that. But, uh, you know, then I uh, stopped even having to do that. So, yeah, it was like in uh, just probably December 2019, I think, maybe, like probably February. February of, of uh, 2020, I think, was probably the last time that I, uh, like, ever had to wear, uh, like, pants. Like I, I have to say, it is on brand for you to not wear pants. Yeah, dude, I'm a shorts guy. I'm a shorts guy, um, and like I went uh, in like March when everything fucking first happened. Uh, I didn't wear shoes for a month. <laughs> I had nowhere to be. Well, you, well, you didn't leave the house, right? Yeah, yeah. I had nowhere to be, so I was like, "Fuck!" I like you know, I had nowhere to be, so I just did. I didn't wear. I didn't put on a pair of shoes for a whole month. And even that, I just wear sandals anyway. That's also on brand. Yeah, I wear sandals with black socks. Yeah, sandals, black socks, shorts, you know, Hawaiian t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking of switching over to tie-dye, uh, uh, tie-dyes instead of I'm getting rid of the button-ups. Because that kind of, the Hawaiian shirts kind of got uh, out, out, of, out of hand. Uh, that got out of my hands entirely. Um, and now it's like, associated with domestic terrorism because you know all of these crazy boogalow guys or whatever uh 
So now I'm more like, okay, maybe not the Hawaiian shirts as much. And uh, I'm thinking tie-dye shirts, dude. I'm thinking I'm going tie-dye shirts. I like it. You know, it's uh, you know, plus the no, the lack of the the buttons. You know, it's uh, it makes it easier to disguise your fat gut. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the whole point of the Hawaiian shirts to begin with was like, to disguise my fat gut. You know, and then uh, now I'm kind of fatter, so I'm more like, you know, I'm thinking tie dye shirts because I'm thinking that's that's probably the the next the next way for me to go is uh, just big tie dye shirts and then like. The khaki shorts and then sandals with black socks. And then uh, I might just grow my hair down to my ass and wear aviators. Yeah, it'll be a, you know, it'll be a good trend until, uh, you know, some, some QAnon person picks it up and there's <laughs> one while, uh, you know, trying to blow themselves up in a federal building. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you know, and then I'll have to, I don't know. I switch to <laughs> that by then the QAnon shirts will go out of style so i'll just well, switch well, to QAnon shirts it won't it won't matter it, it won't it won't matter we'll all have to switch to orange jumps, jumpsuits <laughs> yeah. at that point well what i think is funny is it's like oh they're gonna send everybody to jail no they're not they're just gonna tell you to sit in your fucking house well, or, orange jumpsuits oh man orange orange jumpsuits with no belts yeah, yeah, you can't have that because you don't want to, you know, kill yourself with them. And the world fucking sucks. Yeah, it's not a good place. It's not a good place to be. Um, but if it makes you feel any better, it's probably never been a good place to be. So it's just worse now. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Do Terror House News because I got to turn on the damn uh, air conditioner because it's fucking, I'm, I'm heating up in here, man. My balls are just warm all right yeah you gotta you gotta circulate your fat gut sure whatever uh terror house news um next week is our next book um harv the big collapse by Godel m robert that was supposed to be out last month but uh you know we had issues but it's coming together nicely great book hilarious about extremely online right-wingers uh, you'll recognize a bit of this in yourself if you've been around this for any too long. Harvard and the Big Class by Godel M. Robert will be out on February 5th. Uh, um, we've got a couple more books coming up in February. We've also got a Some new faces are, are coming aboard the uh, the Terror House train. No, they're not. Uh, it's going to be I great. It's going to be good. Um, updates on that very soon. I back? have fired them. He's they are back? not allowed. I, I don't know if he's back. Yes, your you internet don't have is that fucked up. Your internet is fucked up. I have authority over your ass. Your internet's terrible, Matt. It's fucking terrible. How are you going to run a company when you can't even run your internet? Really, it is. Yeah, it's really all fucked up. It's not great. I don't know what's going on here. I mean, it was a while back. Yeah, all right. Oh, tell me how sweet Mexico is again, Matt, with your fucking high-speed internet. Tell me how sweet it is. Look, he's going to answer any day now. Uh, I mean, tell me about where you live. Yeah, you really don't have any room to bitch. Yeah, I couldn't understand a word that you said. I'm right here. Are you? How's it going on? 
How funny would it be if uh, I was just messing shit. with him? Can you hear me? I can hear you now, yeah. The fuck is... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like I said, you, 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 you've told me about what you've dealt with in Florida. Yeah. You've told me what you've told to tell me. You've, you've told me what you've been dealing with in Florida. You have no right to bitch. No, no. See, I did tell you uh, how bad Florida is, but I also told you um, with decent uh, latency. So, you know, I, I was able to tell you because the internet is good. Internet's good. Everything else is bad. Gotcha, dumbass. Go buy some stretchy jeans. Buying stretchy jeans. You are buying stretchy jeans. I have a normal BMI. You don't. Yeah, you don't even have normal BMs. Cause you get fucked in the ass so much. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Terror House Radio. This is what you've been missing, folks. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you all felt real disappointed at this. Yeah, I, I don't know. I the, the only person I think that listens to this is Niles. Like <laughs> I don't think anybody else listens to this shit besides Niles. Uh-huh. Match Matt Schneider likes it. Uh oh yeah, that's that one guy. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, we wrote six of six. Go buy that, by the way. Actually, we uh, you know there's a there's a new review up of it uh, that I posted on the Twitter and the Telegram. Go check that out. Telegram was made by the CIA, and Matt is a Fed. They call him the Fed of the Special Fat Ass Department. His stretchy pants go and live in Mexico with your bad internet. I've been drinking whiskey all morning. You're 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 going to be shocked when you discover who invented the internet in the first place. I invented the fucking internet so I could talk to your mom and come to her house and fuck her. <sighs> Terror House Radio now co-hosted by Al Gore. That would be fucking cool, dude. <laughs> that would be cool. I wish I could. It would do be, it it would be cool, but fu- it would it would it would be cool for five minutes. Al Gore has got to be the most boring person on the fucking planet. No, dude, he masterminded the whole like people should be scared of the planet getting too hot or too cold or whatever. That's fucking cool. I mean, oh yeah, he did that, but like like as a person, like. He he looks like he has no hobbies and does nothing. Um, yeah, because that's what he's supposed to look like. While he like scares the shit out of everybody, because he's like, polar bears are going to die, and that's your problem if you keep driving SUVs. It's really cool. He looks like his. He looks like that. He looks like when he was a kid, his mom made him uh open doorknobs with a Kleenex. Yeah, I well now everybody does that. So who fucking he was a trendsetter. Won? Yeah, so who fucking won? Al Gore's the fucking man, dude. Like, he was... Dude, do you think he wasn't just standing there also getting fucking beegers? He was totally also getting head, dude. I guarantee it. I I cannot I cannot imagine him having sex ever. Al Gore's fucking O-Face? Oh, man. That'd be hilarious. I want to see that. Yeah, it'd be funny. It's probably only happened like three times in his life. Yeah, you say that, but I'm pretty sure he's got like kids, right? Well, yeah, he's he he he, he his O face has appeared as many times as he has kids. He's got four kids. He's got 
a son, Al Gore the Third, and he looks like a dork. He's got a daughter, Sarah Gore, who, uh, eh, you know, she's not bad looking, I guess. Uh, he's got another daughter, uh, Karina Gore, who's pretty unfortunate looking, and then uh, Kristen Gore is definitely ugly. Um, okay, so that's you know that's 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 four that's four children, four old faces. Uh, let's see what I don't even know what Al Gore's wife looks like. Um, oh, Tipper Gore. Tipper Gore is the most sexless woman on the face of the planet. Uh, she's the one. She's the one. Who, she's the one who tried to fucking you know ban everything because it was bad for kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. She was like video games or you know night trap. Look out behind you. Video games are bad. Trap. Music's bad. Well, I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> Again, uh, the Gores are ahead of their fucking time. Video games are bad. Music is bad. <clears throat> sure. Oh, really? Huh? Yeah, it's not good. What was the last good video game? Huh? Uh, the the Command Cocker remaster. There you go. Uh, what was oh, it? I see where you're going with this. Yeah, it's all bad. You should have just banned it while we had the chance. Now it's it's too late. They were trying to do us a favor. I mean, typical ain't terrible looking. She's got that typical sexless middle middle aged look. I don't know, dude. I mean, she, she could get it. I don't give a shit. Oh wait, wait, wait! They're not even married. Wait, they're divorced. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh yeah, it's uh well no they're they're separated. Hold on. They've been separated for ten years. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really keep up with the uh I don't really keep up with the, the goings on of uh of the Gore family. <laughs> oh, they they de they they de facto have an open marriage because <laughs> while they're separated and they're dating other people, they're not actually divorced. <laughs> How progressive! <laughs> oh no, there's this NPR article. If you Google image search Tipper Gore, there's this terrible picture of Al Gore and Tipper Gore kissing. It looks so awful. It looks like aliens trying. To, yeah. They're kissing at the 2000 Democratic Convention. Oh, it's awful. It looks like it's uncanny. It looks like people trying to mimic what people would look like kissing. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, no. It looks, it looks, you know, an alien would look at that and be like, is, 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 are they transferring food between their mouths? <laughs> is this a feeding mechanism? Oh, man. Did I tell you I'm starting to uh, believe in lizard people? You didn't tell me that you were starting to believe that, but pretty happy you believe in those people. Yeah, man. So I'm thinking, like, it's a good way to think of it because it's like if all of these people are lizards, it means that it makes sense that they're doing this because um, if they're people who are doing all these terrible things, it actually makes it worse. So it's better to just believe that they're all just some alien uh, like alien lizard people or whatever, because then it's easier to deal with the fact that these people are so fucking evil. So what you're saying is that it's a really good coping mechanism. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's just a good way to live. Because, I mean, otherwise you got to deal with the fact that, like, human beings are doing this. 
yeah, it's um, yeah, it's kind of kind of difficult to process sometimes. I just don't even know how they come up with some of the ideas, you know. Like, I mean, I've played The Sims and like I've tortured my Sims, right? But you know, I I don't know. I, I run out of ideas. Once you put them in the pool and take the ladder away, or you know, build a room around them where they pee themselves and starve to death. I mean, like after that, you know. Yeah, after you've after you've made them after you've made them barbecue inside. Yeah, you know, just light their house on fire and like you know, take their free will away and make them just stand there screaming at the screen, saying, "I have to go to the bathroom." You know, that's after that, you kind of just run out of ideas, but. You know, the lizard people, they just keep coming up with new fucking spectacular ideas. Like, the two masks, the two masks is an interesting one now. That's just, it's just comical at this point. Uh, yeah, two masks, two masks, two condoms. Yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. You know, people here do that all the fucking time. Like, I... Mexico is great in that there's really no government coercion in regards to, you know, masks or even really like much business coercion, but people just wear that shit. Like I have seen more idiots here with, with uh, masks and face shields than any other country I've been to. In fact, a couple weeks ago, I saw the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I was walking around La Condesa and a woman was not only wearing a mask, not only wearing a face shield. Anytime someone got within, like, penetrated her six-foot bubble of social distancing solitude, she'd start flailing her arms. She'd start, you know, she'd start acting like she was having a seizure. <laughs> I don't understand that. I, uh, I just, I don't understand that. You would think, at very least, the people that take it very, very seriously um, would, like, burn out on it. You know, like, do you think they'd burn out and not be as adamant about it? But you still find these people that are just like ride or die for this fucking COVID shit. And uh, it's it's really odd. It's really odd. They've never been dedicated to anything else in their entire life for this long. I guarantee it. That's why they work at, you know, the Walmart. Well, well it, it, you know, it, it allows them to make it, you know, seem like they're doing, doing something when they're not really doing anything yeah you know, it's it's a secular crusade i mean it's like the sick thing that you shared with me a while back you know some some kid went home from college you know to visit their parents and they like created this entire bubble in the house to prevent the kid from interacting or breathing the same air as them yep yep it had like a, a viewing window this was christmas uh it had a viewing window for them like it's insane and i wonder when all of this is said and done and, you know, uh, people look back on it and go, oh, that was overblown nonsense. How many of these people will pretend that they weren't absolutely insane? Just like the same people who are like, yeah, I was never for the Iraq war. You know, uh, fucking liars. I was totally there protesting lockdowns. I didn't trust any of that. Nah, bitch. I got them. I got the pictures of you. You posted on Instagram with the double mask. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, as much as this show sucks and we're fucking retards, I'm proud of us for uh, really, really coming in early with, like, this is bullshit. Uh, so, you know, it's on record. Well, the, ups well, the upside is that, you know, uh, you can, you know, indoor dining is open in D.C. again. You no, know, because <laughs> Orange Hitler's gone. Orange Hitler's gone. The pandemic's over. Everybody out of the pool. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Chicago as well. Yeah, all of the things there. Just yeah, the, the, to... WH, the WHO said to turn down the tens- sensitivity on the PCR test because we're getting too many false positives. Mm-hmm. About an hour after Biden was inaugurated. Yeah. Gosh, it's almost it's almost like somebody was using this to obtain a, a political goal. Yeah, CNN doesn't have their kill counter on there anymore. Like, it's... Just so they're hitting you over the head with the fact that it's bullshit and you're still going to see people flip the fuck out about masks. It's it's stupid. It makes me not like my fellow citizen at all. I'm just like, fuck these people. They're stupider than shit. And I I don't like them. I don't like them. I don't like them either. (sighs) I don't know what you're supposed to do. I don't really get it. Like. Because it's like, it's the whiners and the hysterics, uh, the, the hysterical ones are the people that are in charge of everything now. Because it's like, everything, everything, and, oh, don't say that, oh, wear a mask, oh, like, all of these people are the people that are in charge of every all social interactions now. Like, there's this fucking terrible monoculture type of deal going on, where it's just, you know... Because nobody wants to get into a fucking argument at Kroger. Like, it's it's just, ugh. I don't know why. I don't know why. This this loud group of very stupid people uh, are a lot. Because, like, in a better time, they would be told to shut the fuck up. And uh, be made fun of. And then now you can't do that because it's, like, against the law to call people gay or something. Ugh. Oh, they're they're gonna fucking they're gonna fucking try and do that. That's just gonna be hilarious. And the thing the thing is about the fucking hate speech stuff that I don't think people realize is the hate speech thing is literally just uh, a precursor to what they ultimately want to do, uh, which is make it illegal to criticize the fucking government. So you start with the hate speech laws because it's something that we can all agree that standing outside of the 7-Eleven and yelling the N-word at black people is fucked up and not very cool. Uh, I, you know, as, as great of a viral video on Worldstar it may make, it's not, you know, it's not cool. We can all pretty much agree like, hey, don't fucking do that. But then it's like, oh, yeah, you can't say that ever. And then... It's like, well, we've all agreed that we can curtail speech, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, certain speech. Cool. So uh, how about you don't criticize the fucking government? That's the goal of it all. I mean, that's what it is. Well, they're already de facto doing it. There was was the lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania saying that uh, questioning the election results is not free speech. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I, I, I love, like, we don't even have a constitution. We just have terms of service. <laughs> like, oh, man. It's fucking stupid. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, so, you know, they're, they're, you know they're, I, there's going to be some kind of domestic terrorism bill. We're going to... They have the war on terror over again, uh, all over again. Let's be the war on domestic terrorism. It's going to be white supremacists, which is going to be defined as everyone to the uh, the right of Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. It's going to be wonderful. You don't think that they're going to start uh, cracking down on on like the the Cortez types and stuff like that? You don't think that the establishment Democrats have had enough of their shit yet? Well, they've already Facebook went and banned a bunch of. Uh, 
bunch of left-wing uh, anti-war uh, Facebook pages. They'll get rid of some of them. But, like, you know, what's their face, uh, Cortez? Like, the squad, they're all fucking phonies. Like, all of them. Oh, right? they, sure. they, they, you know, they, they went into office talking about, you know, how they're going to shake, shake, uh, we're going to shake up the, we're going to shake things up. We're going to fight for you, the people. I'm, I was a bartender. I'm a working person. And now they're totally assimilated doing, doing the exact same line that, uh, you know, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi do. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying they're not phonies, but I'm saying anybody that uh, isn't them that kind of thinks along those lines. I mean, uh, there's already uh, I don't I don't have an ounce of sympathy for them. Don't give a shit. Uh, but they started banning on Twitter some of these like bigger Antifa accounts and shit. Um, so you know, I it's again like hey, on principle, I think that that's wrong. But uh, as far as it goes, oh no, I care so much about no refunds, Jack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't give a shit about you know their their whole thing because they're fucking assholes or whatever, right? They don't like me, so I. Fuck them, I guess. You know, what a bunch of pricks. Uh, well, they've already, they've already, you know, they've already banned Amy Therese from Twitter a million times. They're going to get Jimmy Dore next. Yeah. He's, he's going to be gone from YouTube by the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. I could see him getting rid of Jimmy. Eh, that would be a shame. Because, I mean, I disagree with Jimmy Dore on some stuff, but it's like, overall, I mean, I, I watch Jimmy Dore. I think he's pretty cool. Jimmy Dore's a funny guy, you know, and it's, 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 it's kind of sad because he just, he just, he's, he's just in a suicidal depression all the time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would be too. You know, <laughs> or, uh, I, I am, I, I am, I, I am like that. Yeah, they're they're giving him shit on Twitter now because he interviewed a Boogaloo boy and like you know talked about how this guy, this Boogaloo guy, is like pro BLM, pro LGBT, and like you know, and, and Dorger just gave him a, just gave him a platform to talk about these things, and everyone was fucking freaking out. <laughs> Jimmy Dore is platforming right wing domestic terrorists. Are they even? I don't know what those people fucking are. I thought like I don't know if they're like a boogaloo is basically just like the red boogaloo is the is the they're they're the redneck version of Antifa. That's been pretty much evident like at least since the summer because all of them were fucking supporting BLM. Huh. So they're like like ANCAPs or whatever. Mm Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because I know, like, the Proud Boys, that's obviously, you know, they're, they're right-wing guys. Uh, but, yeah, I, I've not really been clear on what the fuck the Boogaloo shit is. Although it is hilarious to turn on the fucking news now uh, and hear things like, Boogaloo Boys, Groiper, like, like, all of these stupid fucking gang names, you know, that they've made up. Like, all of these stupid group names that they have or whatever. Is just everything that they say on TV now is beyond fucking stupid. It's it's hilarious to hear like people in artists say boogaloo boys. I mean <laughs> I I don't know. Listen, hear 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 all about the dangerous new street gang known as the Groypers and <laughs> their code word, pee pee poo poo. Right? <laughs> like, like you know, when they're like on TV and they're like, uh, this is Honkler. I'm like, okay, this is fucking stupid as shit. <laughs> I mean, they can't. I, I don't know how they say it with a straight face. I can't. I can't take any of this seriously. <laughs> the ringleader of the Groypers has been identified. His name is Joe the Boomer. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's just 
stupid. It's so fucking dumb. I just don't understand. I don't understand anything when I turn up. There's, there's this, I find, here's something else that I love. But there's this great line in this Daniel Johnston song. Uh, uh, he goes, flip on your TV. Try to make sense out of that. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's what I think. That's what I think uh, every time now. I don't understand all of the weird bullshit because they're like the white supremacist group, the Proud Boys, and their leader, Enrique Tario. Like this, the world is dumb. The world is just fucking stupid. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, here are all about the Gripers and their spiritual leader. A, 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 a hardcore neo-Nazi by the name of Nicholas J. Fuentes. Right? It's like, all oh, of these supposed white supremacist Nazi, you know, whatever. I'm hearing all of them, like, fucking Mexican and shit. I'm like, and they're like, and they, hey, they want to build a wall and they hate immigration. I'm like, and I'm like, okay, this is, like, I don't know who's buying this shit. And the thing is, tons of people, tons of fucking people are. Trevor Noah is still on TV. Stephen Colbert, as far as I know, is still on TV. <laughs> fucking Jimmy Kimmel, black, Mr. Blackface, Carl Malone himself, is still on fucking TV. And people eat it the fuck up. It's so weird. I can't do it. I can't. Like, I tried to watch it. That You know who's the worst one? You know I really hate? The James Carden fella? I cannot stand that motherfucker. He just, he just makes me irk. Like, ugh. Every time he talks, it's he's just all this exaggerated fat fucking guy. It's it's awful. I don't know who's buying this shit, but everybody, everybody, Funko Pops are a thing. And I'm not even against Funko Pops. I just don't understand them. And I don't understand what's happening. Like, I feel very uh, confused by every single day. I, always. It's It's awful. I don't know if it's, like, by design. Uh, or, or what, but it's definitely dumb. Everything that's happening is definitely dumb. We just had a fucking reality TV star as the president for four fucking years. And before that, not terribly long ago, we had a fucking actor like this. None of it. Just give me president Camacho. Just fucking give me president Camacho already. And let's do this shit. You know, it, it sounds way cooler if we just do that. The house of representing. Let's do it. Fuck it. Monday Night Rehabilitation. It's going to be so fucking awesome. Dude, at least, it, I mean, maybe it could just give us something to all, you know, unite around. Maybe that's what Biden means when he says unity is like, we're all just going to have to like, it, you know, instead of fireside chats on the radio or whatever, we're just going to seriously, we're just going to watch an ass fart on TV. And that'll bring us all together. Because honestly, I'd watch that. It's better than most of the other stuff. Everything is trash. I, I don't understand what's happened. Uh, it just seems like not that long ago things made sense. And then now we're off the fucking rails, man. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Well, the, good, the, good, the, good, the good news is that Russia is just going to eventually nuke us for the uh, crime, of, for, to, to put down the mad dog of liberal democracy, so we can look forward to that at least. Yeah, but I don't live anywhere that's actually going to get nuked, which means I just have to deal with, like, the fucking fallout and all of that. And, like, I'm, you know, I got to get a fucking, I'm going to start saving my bottle caps. I don't know. Well, you can be a warlord uh, after the uh, after the, the mushroom clouds fade away. 
Yeah, but the problem is, like, I'm sure I'm going to get all burnt up or whatever. So I'm going to have to find a guy to be my blaster to my master blaster. And I don't know anybody that big. <laughs> Time to start making friends, I guess. I'll just get Joe the Boomer, you know. But the, <laughs> the problem is... <laughs> I just had a fucking hilarious image of you on Joe the Boomer's shoulders. Yeah, dude. Well, the problem is, is I'm going to be like, you know, trying to do the, the master, like, go go do the thing or whatever. He's just going to still be hawking Discord memberships, you know. He'll be great for recruiting, I guess. That'll be good. I mean, he's good at that, you know. He's just like, oh, oh silver premium membership or whatever. I'm just stuck on it. Die! Colors. But before you die, get a bronze premium <laughs> membership through the Daily Prap. Yeah, it just, it doesn't. Has, has Joe ever been on this show? I don't think he has. We ought to have him on. He time. has not. Yeah, he's welcome to come on. Just, I don't know. He's my favorite fucking internet grifter. Uh, I, I tell him that to his fucking stupid face all the goddamn time. What a fucking grip that is. It's it's hilarious. People go for it. It's like, that's the thing. I don't understand that either. But it still makes more sense than when I turn on the fucking TV. You know, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. You know what I was watching the other day, which was great? Uh, I, I watched uh, all three of the Scream. Well, there's a fourth one, but I haven't seen that one. All three of the Scream movies. What a better time mm -hmm. that was. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Scream myself, but they're, they're, they're okay movies. Wes Craven. Oh, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he made the Scream movies. They're better than you. They're they're bad, but, like, they're better than you remember, but they're also a little bit worse. They're just, uh, it's got a little nostalgia thing to it, but it's, like, they're really not bad movies. They're just, it's a, it, it, re, it, like, it reinvigorated the slasher film, you know. So, that's pretty good. It's, it's all meta and shit. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose I suppose they were better than the Slenderman movies, which which you told me about, and I was surprised to find out existed. Yeah, dude, one from 2015 by the Marble Hornets guys called Always Watching, uh, which is actually that's the better of the two that I've seen. Uh, another one came out 2016 called Slender, which is fucking awful. Like it's it's so bad that I wouldn't even recommend watching it. And then there's a 2018 one called Slenderman, which I haven't seen yet that I'm going to have to check out. But, um, yeah, with, just within a few years, there was three, by three different people, three different Slenderman movies. Uh, so, I don't know. And, like, who is that Doug Jones guy? You, you were like, oh, Doug Jones plays Who the fuck is that? Yeah, he's, he's in a bunch of stuff I like. Uh uh, you know, he's a, he's a contortionist. Like he's been in a bunch of horror movies. Yeah. He's been in Hellboy. He's been in uh, Hellboy too. He was, uh, Abe, Abe Sapiens. Um, he was in, uh, tank girl. He was in fantastic four. Yeah. He's not a bad actor. Huh? Nah, I don't know. Well, in that, well, they... he, well, you, well, you said he was in the, in the Slender Man movie that you liked. So yeah. 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 The one made by the Marble Hornets guys. If you haven't seen the Marble Hornets web series, it's pretty old. Uh, but it's, you know, it's decent. Uh, it's, it's definitely dated, you know, um, but, uh, it's, it's a pretty, pretty decent web series. And then they made that movie, which you don't have to see the web series to appreciate the movie. I don't think, but if you're a fan of the web series, the movie's definitely worth it. It's, um, it's just kind of like Blair Witchy type of type of stuff. Um, you could definitely appreciate the movie if you're into that type of shit. Um, but you know, I don't know. I've just been watching a bunch of, uh, dumb horror flicks. Uh, I'm pretty excited. Uh, I found out about this thing called Pluto TV. 
Um, I know we're just plugging all kinds of shit, urban legend clothing and then Pluto <laughs> TV. But yeah, it's like this free thing. Uh, you don't need a credit card, no sign up or anything like that. It's got all kinds of movies and like, uh, you know, just different channels and stuff. Like, it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. They got a lot of uh, a lot of horror movies on there. Like they have Motel Hell, uh, which I haven't seen um, since I was like fucking probably six years old, something like that. So I'm gonna watch that today, um, which would be pretty good because I really just know about it and I remember seeds from it because I remember it scared me as a kid. Don't let your kids watch horror movies. Like it'll just follow them for the rest of their fucking lives. Um, nah, no, no. You should let your kids watch every horror movie. No, no, I don't think you should. It'll just follow them for the rest. And they'll grow up all fucking weird and scared of everything. You know, I, <laughs> I'm just fucking scared of everything. So, <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, it's a, it's pretty neat. I don't know if you've heard of it, Matt. Uh, the Pluto TV thing. I have not, no. I'm pretty good. It's just Pluto.tv. You got to check it out. I had no idea that it existed until uh, Erica bought this big-ass TV. And it had it on there, and I thought it was uh, just you know on the TV, but no, it's just an app, a website thing. It's pretty cool. Um, a lot of free shit. I don't understand how long until Netflix is fucking not existing anymore. Um, there's so much just free streaming stuff that's legal, that uh, it's all based on commercials. Is where they get their revenue. I just I just pulled it up, and it's uh, it's playing uh, Serena on my computer. What is Serena? Uh, that fucking, uh, actually, I don't know what it is. Uh, I was thinking it was Selena, which was the, uh, you know, the movie about that, uh, that, uh, star who was killed by her manager or something. But now I don't recognize this. I'm, I'm guessing because I'm Mexico, it's like, you know, defaulting to like all the Spanish language shit. Um, is it? Maybe. I don't know. I know they have like, uh, Spanish stuff on there. Um, see if they have like the horror station. Cause like. The cool thing is, uh, because they have all those different channels, they have the on-demand stuff too, but they also have all those different channels. The cool thing is, you could do like the old school thing. You remember, uh, like when you were a kid, like a movie'd be on, and then like you'd like call your friend on the phone, and you guys watch the same movie together. Oh yeah, that shit was cool, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. They've got a whole, they've got a whole bunch of stuff here. It's all in fucking Spanish, though. Ah, uh, yeah, you're gonna have to get a VPN. Um, Works for me. Well, I could, you know, I, I do need to learn Spanish, so you know, that might be helpful. Oh, uh, uh, Matt, uh, look at how cultured I am. Uh, I'm actually too good for Ernest Becker, uh, and uh, I, I'm learning Spanish. I think Rage Against the Machine is muy gayo. Well, it's not about being cultured. It's about being able to understand what people are fucking saying to me. Why would you want to? I, I don't know. I'm in Mexico. I, I might want to know if a guy's going to take a chainsaw to my face before he actually does it. Where do you I think? I might want a heads up. Yeah. Where do, you, where, where do you think? Oh, yeah. With his new pocket chainsaw. <laughs> Clearly, if the guy has a chainsaw, he's up to no good. Okay? <laughs> you can use your fucking visual cues on that. That's 90% of, you know, not getting your head cut off with a chainsaw. I just I think it would be wonderful to walk through the street and not understand anything that anyone's saying. It would be fucking awesome because I have a terrible habit when I hear people talking, I go, I wonder what that person's talking about, which I guess is rude, but I'm like, I wonder what that person is talking about. And it's never something cool. It's never anything cool. It's usually some vapid gay bullshit that I hate. They're never even talking about like sandwich places. You know, it's usually just 
about other people that I don't know about. All people ever do is talk about other people when they're not there. It's horrible. I hate people. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of these fuckers. Any of them. They all smell bad too. Good lord, everybody stinks. Oh well. <laughs> what? They do, man. <laughs> everybody smells like shit. They're always talking about boring crap. I don't fucking care. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the psychic psychic damage you incur on a daily basis having to listen to people and smell them. Yeah, it's awful. It's fucking awful. You know, I like, I'm 33. How am I supposed to make friends with people? Because every person that I ever encounter, I'm like, oh, we're not going to be friends. There's, we have, we are, our lives are not even close to similar. We are not. We live in different fucking worlds, man. I don't, uh, you know, I don't know how I'm supposed to fucking make friends with people. Because it's like, you know, it's definitely a me thing. It's not them. Everybody else seems to be getting along just fucking fine. But I'm like, oh, I hate you. We're not going to get along. It's terrible. It seems, seems rough. I don't know. I make friends everywhere I go. Oh, I make friends everywhere I go. I'm cultured Matt. Oh, you know what we don't talk about? Rage Against the Machine or Schopenhauer. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm Matt. Fuck Slipknot. I'm Matt. Yeah, me, I'm going to listen to some smooth jazz. I'm too good to eat at Taco Bell. I need authentic... Mexicana Taqueria Authentico. I'm gonna learn Spanish. Oh, don't bother me with Albert Camus. Oh, no. I was over that. I was over that when I was 18. Oh, I'm mad. Oh, well, pinky out, gentlemen. Time to drink our tea. <laughs> Yeah, fun at the art gallery, faggot. Fuck you. <laughs> we need to end the show because I'm laughing so hard. Right. I'm going to fucking burst a lung. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah, Brian, anything you want to plug? Um, I'm still over on DLive, but I also am over on Trovo.live. So Trovo.live slash Bryden. I do uh, I stream both of those places now because... Uh, have you been demonetized by DLive? No, no. Uh, I'm still on the DLive, still able to get subscriptions, donations, stuff like that. It's the way they did it is like if you're X-tagged, um, then you can't do it. Uh, but I'm not X-tagged, um, so I'm I'm still in their good graces for the time being. Um, still trying to figure out Trovo, how how that works. In the meantime, I've just been using Streamlabs to uh, uh, take donations, so we're kind of getting old school with that. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm over on Trovo now, so I stream on DLive and Trovo at the same time. It's uh, gonna be well. I guess I, I was gonna say what we're gonna stream today, but that's the show won't be out uh, by the time you listen to this. You can go to Trovo.live and watch the, uh, uh, the, 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 the VOD of it, though, because it's pretty cool. They, uh, somebody told me about this movie called Shockma, 
and it's like uh this this 80s b movie about they experiment on this baboon and it goes crazy and starts killing everybody in the lab and shit and uh yeah that's fucking awesome i saw the that sounds fucking that's that sounds cool shit yeah dude you gotta you gotta come by and we'll we'll watch that today because that shit is gonna be fucking cool i'm so excited and I've got, a, I've, got a, I've got a split shift at work today, but I can watch it when I'm not working. Uh, yeah, I'll check that out. Go check Brian out on DLive and on Trovo. I'll put the link in the description. Um, you can go to mattforney.com and find all my shit there. It's in the description. I'm not going to fucking plug this all. Um, and that'll do it for Terror, uh, this episode of Terror House Radio. You can check in every day at terrorhousemag.com for our latest short stories, poems, publications, books at terrorhousepress.com. Social media links in the description. And, of course, you can always... Check out the latest episodes of Terror House Radio at terrorhouseradio.com. Terror House Radio is produced by Bryden Proctor and presented by Jugs. Intro music by Meme Extremist. Diligent my non-coverundum. Don't the bastards grind you down. I'm Matt Forney with Bryden Proctor, and we are out. Terror House Radio.